You're listening to Hey Pal, What's New with John, Alex, and Greg. Hey Pal, What's New is a GBR production. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and all other social media platforms. Hey Pal, What's New can be found on Spotify, Twitch, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google, Podbean, Pandora, and all your other favorite podcast locations. Warning, Hey Pal, What's New contains explicit content. John, Alex, and Greg are a pair of vulgar Gen Xers. If you are easily offended, please stop listening and go download a nice tame podcast like the Goop Podcast. You have been warned. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, that works. Watching you put that thing on right before we go live is hysterical. I, I can't give up on it. It just won't like stay in the right spot. No matter how I do it, I'm like, here, and it just goes, man, it goes all limp and moves. Yeah, well, we all know that whole deal. Love, exciting, and new. Come aboard, it's Hey Pal, What's New? Wow, you really went deep on that one. Oh, oh, hey, oh, oh. hey, everybody. It's a... Uh, oh, oh, oh. It's Friday oh, night. No free sponsor. <laughs> We've already broken many laws. Anyway, hey pal, what's new? It's on. It's hey pal, what's new? I'm Greg, and there's John Alex over there. We're ready to entertain you, um, or for what we think passes for entertainment. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, look, I've seen some of these other shows here. I mean, you know, so we're in a basement, and like everybody else, it's fine. We're, we're not in a basement. You can't tell them that. They have to think we're like we're at the someplace CCC. impotent. Yeah, we're at the CCC. That's uh. That's what I like to call it. Anyway, uh, we're going to geotag us later. Anyway, but uh, yeah, I hope you had a good week, man. Uh, we're here. We're uh, queer. We will not disappear. Um, oh, okay. uh, Yeah. So anyway, I'm going to let you start off with the uh, and ask you what's new with you, pal. Uh, you know, school. I'm back at work. Ugh. Back to it's, school. It's not that anything bad happens. It's just, you know, it's always just like a little... That changing gears is like, oh, I'm fucking lost and stressed out. Yeah. And then, you know, people walk into my room and be like, it smells like mold and mildew here. And I'm like, welcome to the high school. <laughs> and, and, you know, it always <laughs> riddles because I have, like, you know, you're a teacher. I know other people that are, that are teaching. And it's like... It, one of the guys in the cover band, he has a. They gave him a brand new room, and it's like okay. a, it's like a greenhouse. It is ninety five degrees in there. He is like, there's no ventilation. He's oh, like I ready mean. to pass out, and I'm like, you had two months plus to fix this stuff. Like, what were you guys doing all summer? Nothing. It's always the first week you walk in, and it's a total shit show. Oh yeah, you know we got we've we've got we had new construction last year, and we've got getting those plastic bags taped to the ceiling with a hose on it for the drain for the rains because the ceiling leaks. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. And it's like, uh, same thing, I, it, where my kids go, they're building a brand new high school, so they'll be in it, you know, uh, not, they're, they're still working on it, but it's just like, you know, they get in and like, I hear all these horror stories. It's like, first, it's like, you, have, you know, he's in a room with all glass with no air conditioning and it's like, he's yeah. like, I almost passed out today. And I'm like, they yeah because they were building all this stuff. They basically took, um, their where my kids go to school. They had a 
uh, a school that was kindergarten, first, second. Then they have another one that's third, fourth, and fifth. Okay. And then there's the middle school and the high school. So it's kind yeah, of like. They do that here. Yeah. Too. Now, this year, they decided to close the kindergarten, first, and second. Say it ain't so. The building. They're going to demolish it and make more parking. You okay. Because that's what everybody needs in the Hamlet. Um, and then they moved everybody. So now they have kindergarten through fifth all in one building. So it basically doubled, you know. And I was like, did they, they, they built a little addition to it and stuff like that. But, And I'm just so fascinated that, like, you know, you had one job kind of thing where you're yeah. just like, you've been, you know, kids left at, like, the end of June. Now you're coming in. And, and my kids started, you know, after Labor Day the first time in forever only because they were still doing construction. And they were still trying to fix things, and they still didn't fix it. Oh, Whatever. D- dude, they were su- they're supposedly done with the construction at my building, and there's still ceilings that are, like, missing tiles wide open. Like, you can – wires hanging and just all that shit. And, yeah. And I've come to find out that the reason there's, like, all this stuff that seems like it's unfinished is because the construction company that put a bid in didn't include closing all that shit up yeah. in their original bid, so they're not going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. You know? All I all I ask is if they do take out the nicotine stained ceilings that you have to take one and bring it here. Um, <laughs> I think they've taken out the tiles, but you know what the drop ceilings, those metal bars between them. Yeah, those are all still there. There, and I'll take a picture, and they're dingy as. Yeah, because I, I you talk about construction, I was like, oh, I wonder if they still have those tiles. We should just have one. Oh yeah, <laughs> just, just just keep it in the corner. And be like, why do you have a nicotine stained freaking corkboard? Well, you know. Um, yeah, so as far as, like, my week went, I it, mine was just trying to recharge after the last two weeks. I really oh, didn't yeah. do anything. I mean, Labor Day, I had the kids weren't over, so I just did barely nothing. I took my mother to the mall. Oh. That was about the excitement of the it. The Jefferson Valley Mall or the Danbury the Mall? The Danbury Mall. We had to go to the Apple Store okay, and buy so her a new iPad. So you wanted a mall with actual stores in it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was funny because she went and uh, – you know, my mom's getting up there, and she's a sweetheart, and she was going to go to the Apple store by herself because she's – this is like iPad number three. Oh, boy. Does she, she break them or oh, – breaks them constantly, shatters them, you know, and then she starts using it, basically giving, cutting her finger, trying to play Candy Crush. So <laughs> I was like, Mom, you got the cake. Let's go – Four across. Ow. Yeah. yeah exactly. Oh, that one's red. Nope, that's my blood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's how it was. So she finally was like, I'm going to – she was worried about transferring stuff over. I said, you know, we'll f- I, I could do that. But she's like, I really need to get a new one because the, the way – it would cost way too much. So I said, I can't I can't send you to the Danbury Mall by yourself. No. No. I'm going to go with you. And, uh, you know, she went in and they had an appointment and it, it wasn't – you know, the, she brought in her old beat-up ones and she was going to get it transferred. And, I, you know, finally she was like, I'm just going to – so she got a new iPad to make a long story longer. Always. But the case, it was funny because she has the ones with, like, the flip book one. Like, oh, I like oh, where yeah. it flips. I'm like, and I look at the Apple guy. At first, I didn't buy a, a case at the Apple store because it was, like, wow. ten times the price. I went Shit, to the, yeah. the, the, the go, case I go, store. I go to Amazon. <laughs> yeah, well, they have a, a, a case store in the Danbury Mall that's, like, it was so funny because the guy wanted to sell her one with, like, a type, you know, with the, with the keyboard. It was, like, $130. And, and she's like, I don't know. Man. I, said, I said, you always bitch about. You flip the thing over to, to take a, you know, the, you're blocking the camera. So I look at the guy and I go, here's what I need. I need you to get me one of those ones that, like, five-year-olds have 
yeah. that you, she could just chuck it across the room and it's not going to break. Yep. And of course, they didn't have it, so I went to that other place, and it was literally like, I went to the guy in the store and I said, "See that one with the little antennas and the butterfly wings, the ones that are really big?" She's like, "Yeah." I said, "Do you have like adult versions of those?" And like, oh yeah, okay. So I got her one. That's basically a Nerf. Oh yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a Nerf case for your. I mean, my kids have broken so many iPads, TVs, everything. That's the oh, down, yeah. you know, that's yeah. the problem with kids yeah, today. And, yeah, and I just, I it breaks my heart every time I see her using that thing. <laughs> I was like, you're gonna give Not yourself tetanus. Yeah, so that was really the only real adventure that I had this week was taking my mother to the mall. We're going on um, and just basically, like I said, after uh, weddings and driving tests oh, yeah. and traveling, I was just like, yeah, I, you know, and and it's funny too, you know sharing a home with my mother you know where i have the basement she has the i have the downstairs she has the upstairs she'll come to me and go what are you doing this weekend i said you see me sitting on the couch yeah that's about it (laughs) (laughs) i I can't just sit around like you gotta do something i was like yeah i've done something 40 hours a week i'm done (laughs) i'm freaking done Doing the same thing I do every night, Pinky. That's right. Sit here and do nothing. Exactly. You know, uh, I'm doing well in Jedi Fallen Order, so I'm going to keep going. Man, <laughs> I should get upstairs tonight and, like, play that for a while. <coughs> I, was, I haven't I, played any games in forever. I was stuck on the Night Sister for, like, mm. three months. <laughs> no, not that long. Maybe, like, a month or two, but I finally beat it, and now I'm, like, still going. So, anyway, yeah, that's our that's our pathetic lives. Um, anyway. It's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> not bad. It's not bad either. Um, but, sure, uh, you got any... Uh, any uh, you got any news? Do I have any news? Uh, John, you got any news? Yeah, the Queen's dead. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> did you go Sorry. for a walk where it's quiet and dry? <laughs> I did. Talk about precious things? Yeah. Like, we, well, we, we were contemplating playing some Smiths, but we didn't want to get freaking banned. Also, I think it's cliche. I think everybody's doing it at this point. Yeah. Hey, there's a song called The Queen is Dead. We should play it. <laughs> uh, or just do God Save the Queen. Why not? Yeah. I just posted the picture of 75-year-old man finally gets job. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, you know, she's more of a figurehead, obviously. But, you know, hey, man, that was a good run. That yep. was a good run. I no, mean, I, I was pretty, I was pretty convinced that she was like a, a lizard person or something. Like she, she was is. Never she has to just go back to the home planet now. I guess. I guess. You but know. I mean, I don't know if you heard Harry Styles spit on Chris Pine, but it's cool. <laughs> he was cool with it. He was cool with People it. People were watching that thing like the fucking Zabruda film. Hold on, let me go back. Slow down. Look, see, that's where he hocks Luke, and then he. Like, no, he's just grabbing his sunglasses out of his crotch. I'm like, and people are like, no, he spit on his sunglasses. That's why he was. Mi-. Yeah. It detracted away from the freaking. Um, Florence Pugh not making eye contact with, uh, was it Olivia Wilde? Is that who it? Oh. That's where that whole thing is from. They were viewing the film that they're in together. Yeah, what is the name of was, that, that that movie that's that's coming out um, with them in it? it that's like, it's, it's, there's more drama about the actual... Well, part of the drama, from what I understand, from what I've read, um, is that Florence Pugh like, got into this movie and it became more about like sex than anything else. That's all that when, when Olivia Wilde was promoting it, it was like, she was touting how like sex, how sexual it was and how it was a lot of like, like femdom sexual with women in power. And like when they release like screenshots or clips or anything like that, it's like Harry Styles throwing her on a conference table and going down on her. And it's like, 
She's like, but that the movie's more than that. Why is that what you're focusing on? So they apparently came to like blow, not blows, but just disagreements throughout the filming. Yeah. Um, I cannot for life of me find the name of the movie. It was like, uh, don't worry, darling. Don't worry, darling. There you found, go. I just found as you said. Not but, just a hat. And rack. then when they announced it, like when they did this screening at the festival, and it got like, now look, it got a what five four minute standing ovation. Still, oh. still doesn't beat the whale with Brendan Fraser. That's right. No, nobody beats the whale. Nobody beats Fraser. That's um, right. She wouldn't even look at Olivia Wilde. But whatever. Everybody makes a big deal about it, and then all of a sudden it became about Harry Styles spitting on. Chris Pine Chris Pine in a Chris Pine tree. <laughs> I mean, Chris Pine, what's going on with his hair, too? That's like, uh, he looks he's got homeless. some, like, freaking swashbuckling-looking oh, hair. Yeah. and I mean, uh, all right, Harry Styles and, and Chris Pine, who's going to win in that fight? Oh, man, those are some ha- big pompadours. Yeah, I mean, I got to I gotta, like, I gotta go Pine on that one. What's that cartoon where the guy? I, love, I mean, don't get me wrong, man. I love the Harry the Styles. The Johnny Test where he's got that hair. It's like, whoo, he's got the big. Oh, the Johnny Bravo? The Johnny Bravo. <laughs> they got the Johnny Bravo. <laughs> I'm up <laughs> in my role in Johnny Bravo. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, uh, you know, if I got to watch two idiots fight, I mean, I guess I would. Uh, I mean, don't get, I, I'm a fan of Harry Styles. I, right. think, he's, I think he's great. Um, Chris Pine. Hasn't really done anything that's too spectacular. I mean, I, I want to try and go out to the movies tonight. At yeah. least try and get to the movies before <laughs> Regal Cinemas goes out of business. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Firing filing chapter. From what I understand is like the like umpteenth time they've filed Chapter 11. Yeah. Bankruptcy. I mean, businesses do that all the time. Even it's- Manny was saying, he's, Manny works there, and he's like, he's like, yeah, it'll be fine. He's like, they, fire, they go bankrupt all the time. Yeah, you might see a couple of local ones close, you know, or some yeah. smaller ones. But as a company itself, it's just a reorganizing. Yeah. People think they hear bankruptcy chapter, you know, they go, oh, my God. Oh, it's, God it's, gonna, it's, it's, it's really just I remember working for a company that went chapter seven. Okay. Um, and it was basically. I've only like, read up to chapter four. <laughs> I just know chapter 11 is like some sort of bankruptcy. What's chapter seven? And chapter seven is basically you're going to your creditors and go. Hey man, I know I owe you all this shit, but I ain't paying you, and you'll get ten cents of a dollar out of me. You know, so if like one of the companies they owed, I mean, I'm not gonna disclose the name. I mean, the guy's dead anyway. Who cares? But um, the company I work for, it was like they owed hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions, and it basically came down to he was he ran the company. But he also had, like, five partners that were all his family members, and they oh. all wanted more money from him. So he said, fuck you. I'm going to go in Chapter 11, and you're going to get 10 cents on the dollar and go fuck yourself. Yeah. And he did that to all the companies. So, like, a lot of people, it's it's it sucks. And they ended up, you know, opening again. But it was one of those things where it's like, yeah. You know, Grand when closing, you, grand opening. <laughs> yeah. It was one of those where, like, no, we restarted this, and they changed the name of the company, and they redid it, and it, it, it lasted another year or two, and then they went back to their old shenanigans. Oh, was, boy. But anyway, yeah, as far as, like, Regal and all those guys, I mean, I mean, they, they, look, they took a huge hit with the COVID stuff. Everybody oh, yeah. did, so. Well, I don't let them fool you. They did get money from the government. Come on. Yeah, that's I didn't true. get no money for government during shutdown. News-wise, there was a bunch of trailers that dropped this week. Yeah. And like a shit ton today, yeah. Quantum. Uh, again, I just I'm interested because I was totally into the original show, and I think we talked about them doing a reboot of this on a previous episode of the show. The trailer for the Quantum Leap show, dropped. yeah. 
Um, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. It's not on my usual sites. I just saw an article about it. Mm-hmm. But I did watch a trailer for Pennyworth Season 3. Now, that's the Alfred show? Yeah. And it's on Season 3. Oh, yeah. It's a good show. I, at least I people say it is, are. but I I never hear anybody really I, I talk like, about it. Well, it, I like it because I like seeing like the badass mercenary side of Alfred Pennyworth because he was a soldier and a mercenary and mm-hmm. had his own security company and he was also a fucking bank he like robbed people and shit wow. stuff. he was he was not just a he wasn't a nice guy yeah and to see that side of him and then you know like in some of the renditions of Batman like he's the one who trained Bruce Wayne yeah helped train Bruce Wayne and like yeah especially in the new one with with, with Pattinson and stuff like that you I, know Andy Serkis didn't wasn't your typical. No, and I think we're going to see more of that of him playing a more active role and not just be like your lobster, sir, <laughs> <laughs> meatballs, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, Good old easy money. The, I, 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 Knives Out two trailer. I, I'm still on the fence about how much I'm going to like that movie. I, <sighs> I sometimes feel like they're just packing it with big name people. Late to the party over here. Never saw Knives Out. <gasps> Good movie. Good, good movie, but... What's it called? Glass Onion, this new one? Yeah. <laughs> Ripping off the Beatles, motherfucker. That's right. Glass Onion. Um, I'm like, then, okay, whatever. And, <laughs> and hand in hand with that, the Black Adam trailer dropped. Another one? I'm no more interested in seeing that movie than I was before. DC is in such a disarray. DC you know? don't care. Yeah, D- <laughs> DC don't care. Sometimes. I don't care. Keep moving those other movies, those Flash and Shazams, but let's get, let's get yeah, Black keep, Adam. Keep moving the ones we actually want to see. And the ones that we could give two craps about, it's going to be like, oh, uh, well, yeah, we're pushing that one up. You're yeah. going to get that and, one. But, yeah, I yeah, I, I, I see the Black Adam trailer, too. I, I You know, like I, I think we said on previous episodes, kind of rocked out. Yeah. It it's just one of those. It's like he's he's a great guy, super motivated. I mean, you look at him on Instagram and you feel like a piece of garbage because he's up at 4 a.m. Oh, yeah. doing dead weight lifts and all Cocaine, that Cocaine, a hell of a drug. Go ahead. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and he's always pimping. He's always pimping something. How's that XFL doing there, uh, Dwayne? <laughs> oh, God. Dun, 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 dun. You couldn't you can talk about polishing a turd. You just can't. The XFL. <laughs> Not even The Rock could save that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, we'll talk about movies and stuff that I've watched, but... Uh, you know, well, let's it's get not into that be- because you now I you I didn't know you hadn't seen Thor: Love and Thunder. I you know I waited because it was one of those things where it's just like, as much as a Marvel shill that I am, right? That was a particular movie. I think it was the critics and the shows that I listened to that kind of swayed me away from it. Sure, because everybody was like, "Oh, it's too goofy. It's too comical. It's stupid." Blah 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 blah, and I was like. All right, well, I'm not going to rush out to the theater. And now the way that, that uh, Disney Plus does, it's like, it'll be out in two months. Yeah. So I was like, I'll wait. So I, I waited, and Disney Plus Day came out, and uh, it was on. So I was like, I watched it. And, uh, you know, I'll give it two and a half pals. Okay. It was entertaining. Um, good. It, it For me, and this is the trouble... I think with Taika Waititi, it's just that, like, he, he, it's tough to, for him to do a fine line between, like, serious and totally goofy. Right. I mean, there were parts in it that were just, I mean, first of all, the goats are the best. Oh. <laughs> <Thor's>. <laughs> and those are out of the comic books. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and there's certain goofy things that happen in, in Thor comics, but at the same time, like, it, it kind of threw, I mean, 
what's his face? The, the God Butcherer. Um, yeah. Gore. Gore the God Butcherer. Um, just trying to think of the uh, actor's name. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Freaking. Oh, for Christ. <laughs> oh, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> no, he was, like, his character was, like, super creepy and menacing, and he had a good motive. Right. Um, But in the end, it was just like, and those scenes where they're fighting and all that stuff, and when when Christian Bale is, like, totally eating up the, the chewing the scenery in that in that. Uh, movie, but then they do weird stuff like with Zeus. I'm like, okay, uh, or like you know the the, the freaking the uh, the dumpling god. You're like, what what the fuck? Dumpling god? <laughs> do you remember that? Like they're walking, they're showing all the gods, and one of them was a who's a fucking dumpling in a, oh, a, in a spoon. The ba- the the bow the the, the ch- Chinese dumpling thing. Yeah 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 yeah. I was just like. Okay, and you know the guardian stuff was cool for like a hot minute, and then they were gone. Yeah. Um. So it it kind of reminded me a lot of Doctor Strange, multiverse. Yeah. It was kind of like, all right. Uh, I think definitely with, and I I dug Lady Thor. I thought the whole premise of of her going like I'm dying, I'm gonna go freaking. And that's know. right out of the comics too. Yeah. So that was great. That their whole relationship and Valkyrie is always cool. Um and of course uh, uh what's his name? The big rock guy. Uh Korg. Yes. Yeah, I think it's Korg. Meek and Korg. Always funny. Um so there were funny moments he says he in wants it. To go over that. <laughs> there were some funny moments in it, but I think someone like Thor and even Doctor Strange. Right. Some of these I don't they're good side characters. Like, I love them in the Avengers movies. Right. Solo movies, I'm like, eh. Well, that's why the, the last Thor movie, um, what the fuck? Uh, I always want to say Planet Hulk because that's what it's basically based on. Oh, uh, Ragnarok? Ragnarok. That was, like, my favorite Thor movie. The first Thor movie was okay. I was one of those, like, I'm like, why has he got blonde hair and black eyebrows? <laughs> Like, yeah, the first two Thors were a little tough. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've gotten more of an appreciation for the second one, which I thought was total garbage. Mm. With the further of the MCU films, like with more tacked onto it, it's like, okay, all right, I, I got a little bit more appreciation for that movie. It's still not one of those ones I'm going to go out of my way to rewatch. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Love and Thunder, it wasn't – it's not like it's – it's not like one of those where I would not watch it again, or sure. if it was just on cable, I'd be like, "Oh, this is." I was entertained by it. It wasn't. It wasn't like I was like, "This is a piece of garbage." It was. It, I enjoyed it, but I found myself not like looking at it on my phone and just being like, "All right, what's happening?" See, you know, what, what you didn't get to experience was what was part of one of my news things is when that came out on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. the visual effects people. Took note of people's, and I don't know if you can see on the screen behind me there. Um, what's his name? Axel or AXL? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like how bad when when he's doing that, like when he's talking to him. Yep. He's um, what's his name? Son. Uh. uh well, I know. Uh, yeah. Idris Elba. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but they people were like, man. <laughs> people were like, oh my god, the freaking effects on that are so shitty. It looks so cheesy and bad. So they went back and changed it and redid the special effects before they put it on Disney Plus. Yeah, well, that's the benefit of you know having that you know where they they can get the feedback on it and do little tweaks on it. But well, it worked for fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. That that see that's the litmus test. Now it, it's one of those things where people are just going to expect it, you yeah. know, um, which is fine. You know, like if you're putting out a trailer and you get, 
you know, like I'm hammered. <laughs> yeah, like I'm still wondering what the hell's going on with the monsters because that trail was freaking horrible. And we still don't. Weren't we supposed to get it already? It's not, well, I think it's an October jam because oh. it's Halloween. And, you, and you think it, you're wondering if they're going to go back and change it? You know what it is, Rob Zombie. Uh, look, I love the guy, but come Ooh. on, he picks people to be in his movies that have like zero acting ability. I feel like yeah, or he gets like the really old like deep so, cut horror people, and it's like, it's like he's channeling his inner Ed Wood. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I think you know he was going for the campy with that, but like. You would think the feedback on that, like the biggest feedback on it was that the, the big joke was like, that was $40 million, that movie. Oh, yeah. And he came out. He's like, no, it's not <laughs> like four, maybe. Um, but yeah, I mean, so it's it's good in that aspect. And if they want to tweak certain things, I know I know Lucas has done it a bunch of times. Oh, they've all done it. Yeah. I mean, sure. Why not? Why not improve it? You know, especially if you're getting. You know, crappy comments, and people are going to complain regardless. But yeah, that was really the only movie that I watched. I, I mean, I, I told you I couldn't remember any watching any movies this week. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to uh, the Barbarian. That looks really good. Uh, Pearl, which is the the next the, week. the X prequel we talked about last week. Clerks three, obviously next week. Clerks three is getting a lot of good reviews too. Uh, that made me so happy because yeah. all these people that are just saying like, and people what that are usually kind of tough this? on them are like, no, this is really good. Um, so I'm really excited to see that. So, but I didn't watch any movies. I watched I watched some TV. Yeah, TV was definitely where it's at, especially for me too. Where, you know, I'm a lazy, uh, I'm a lazy slob. <laughs> I, know, I started watching that Devils, the Devils in Ohio, Devil in Ohio on Netflix. Oh, how was that? Which I think that's bullshit since Daryl left, but whatever. Um, <laughs> dude, Hail Satan. Don't the, the whole, I don't know if you know the premise of the show. No, this, tell me about the, it because I saw it pop so up. So it's got and I was that like, woman. Um, I forget what her first name is. The last name is uh, Deschanel. She's Zoe Deschanel's sister. Oh, oh, ooh, I didn't know Zoe Deschanel had a sister. Oh, yep. You, when you see her, you're like, oh, yeah, I could see it now. Uh, yeah. She played Bones on that TV show, Bones. Bones. Oh, Which was oh, a David yeah. Boreanaz production who was Angel on Buffy. Yes, I remember now when you, we were talking about it before we jumped on Mike, and you were talking about Bones, and I'm like, "Oh, that's a Deschanel, that 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 yep. that broad." So <laughs> it, it's fucking creepy as fuck. So this girl like wanders out of a cornfield. Red flag number one. Well, yeah, as you do. She's holding a bloody knife. Red flag number two. Of course. <clears throat> she flags down this car, and then they call her because she's a like psychologist. Um, I'm not gonna get too spoiler because I've only watched the first two episodes. Okay, but. Apparently, the town she lived in, she's part of, like, this fucking satanic cult because she came out of the cornfield, and they, they talk, keep talking about the cuts on her back. Oh. Was Malachi there? No, but she's got, <laughs> she's got a pentagram carved in her back. Outlander! And then they look at moving her to another, like, foster home while mm -hmm. they try and find her family, and she's in the house looking, and they've got, like, a cross on the wall, and, like, she's standing there, and they cut the camera angle, cut back, cut down away cut back and then she steps away and the cross has been turned upside down Ooh, <laughs> the, the old amityville horror conjuring oh, two gag <laughs> and, and they do like they're, they're at dinner and they're doing grace and she's like she basically does like a thank you our lord uh thank you morning star for this meal we're about to get blah blah, blah. we praise you and the demons you rule over Basically, and she's like, basically, hell, Satan. <laughs> yes. It's like we used to do in Thanksgiving. It's like, dear God, we paid for all this stuff, so thanks for nothing. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I don't know where it's going to go. It's a pretty good show. It's pretty <laughs> fucking creepy. I like a good creep. 
I watched two episodes of that show, Untold, that like documentary series on Netflix. The yeah. one, I watched. I'm not going to get into the race of the century, which was just about the Australian team that finally won the World's Cup, the America's Cup in yachting uh, for the first time ever. Wow, that sounds thrilling. Um, no, it was actually pretty interesting. <laughs> okay. Just because, just I mean, who uh, doesn't love a but good yacht? But the one yacht that story. I really, really, really like zoned in on was the Operation Flagrant Foul, which was about the NBA ref who was involved in a gambling scheme. Yeah, see, Netflix is trying to do their 30 for 30, and it's like, from what, I, there was that other one where the guy Mantai got Teo. catfished. Mantai Teo. Yeah, Mantai That was Teo. a two-parter. Oh, watch out now. Um, oh, yeah, we got to talk about Netflix the, and the their, guy was their like, model. I, the guy went on with this, his argument was like, he never shaved points, he never made calls that were wrong, and he pointed out like a whole bunch of things in the NBA, like, you know, there was one point they wanted to – because I always look at them like, how is that not traveling when guys get the ball and they're like, turn, turn, and then they take like three steps and go up and dunk it. Well, yeah, that's like when they take their shot, they're doing like 18 steps to fly in the air right. and dunk it. And you're and like, the, ah, it's traveling. And the head of the NBA was like, you need to crack down on that. And he's like – and they show the clip. It's like he goes out to this game after they told him you got to cut down on that shit. And the first person he calls it on is fucking Jordan. Everybody's like, no, you're, you're cutting down you're, – you're cracking down on that, but not him. He's the guy who puts asses in seats. You let him do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. And they basically told him, like, you have to call more of these fouls. You have to have the game. And But what he says is he didn't, sh- like, call things that were not. He did not, make like, fuck with the game. He just knew enough inside information, like, that ref fucking hates that coach, so he's going to go hard on that team. Yeah. So odds are that team's going to lose. It's got a little uh, inside – instead of inside baseball, it's inside basketball. Yeah, and they're not – in their contract, they're not supposed to gamble. And he's like, fucking every – whenever we go anywhere, every – especially out in Vegas, like every ref is at the fucking casino at the tables. Yeah. And we're not supposed to gamble at all, period. So it, that one I really enjoyed. Yeah, that one I'm going to have to check out. I do like these untold ones. Like we talked about the Danbury Trashers one and the uh, the Manateo. I, I haven't Manateo. seen that yet. There, there even is a, uh, oh, my God, what's what's their, uh, fucking Bruce Jenner. Caitlin? Yep. There's a Bruce Jenner, Caitlin Jenner one. Uh, I didn't watch it. Caitlin. I don't. You know why? Because I just don't care. She's She's comical. I liked her in the uh, when when she was on that show, The Cabin with Burt Kreischer. No, I didn't see it. Oh, it was it was a short one. It was only a couple of episodes, but he had you know, he had different guests on, and one of them was Caitlyn Jenner. Oh well, I, um, I watched. A, she's a hoot. I, I watched a really fucking stupid show, dude. And I'll save you five hours of your life. Oh, thank you. It's called Last Light with uh, what's his name, Michael Fox, who played Jack on Lost. Oh, okay. Now this should tell you everything you need to know about this show. Okay. It's on Peacock. Okay. Okay. And the whole thing is like he was this back in the day, like way back in the day. He was uh, like like a he was an environmentalist, right? Okay. And he developed this like bacteria that would, when there was oil spills, eat the oil and dissolve it and make it like harmless. And oh, he saved the ducks and then dirty oily ducks. Fast forward like you know fifty years or whatever, twenty years, and now he works for the oil companies, helping them with like the science of oil and everything. Uh, And his buddy, who he developed this virus with, has now weaponized it. This is heavy spoilers, people, because I'm saving you hours of your life. Yeah, you you took the bullet for us. So. The guy weaponizes it and puts it, like, in storage tanks. Now all the world's oil supply is fucked up. He hires these hackers. It gets all these people to hack the grid and basically trying to reset the world. Okay. And 
my big problem is it just comes off as this like whole global warming is real kind of and they even at the end are like that's being without oil we learned that like we came up with faster advances in clean energy and like starts going i'm like oh my god tv wise for me i was um, gonna say you watch some good tv in my opinion i did i did i i caught up on some stuff that my boy was watching um i did watch the patient um good good so far i mean it's a little, I, Steve Carell. I mean, I was like, if this guy was ever my therapist, I would fall asleep. He's just like, you know what? The, so what do you think? Do about you find yourself it? wishing it was longer than a half an hour? It's quick. Yeah, I think a half an hour. That half hour thing is like too short. I'm like, give me more. Give There's, me an hour. It's got to pick up a little bit. I mean, I'm I'm intrigued with it. I like yeah. the premise, but it's it's like, how many times can I watch him eat food with? guy and just talk well, I, have stuff. you thought about the fact that like he's a fucking health inspector yeah and you know it's like well, at least you know the food that's coming home is clean <laughs> yeah well, yeah exactly <laughs> but um yeah i mean where they left it it's kind of different you know kind of a cliffhanger thing but uh i enjoyed it and you know what's funny is that um i never really because all of a sudden i started watching hulu right so yeah. i watched the patient and then i got to the last episode i was with my girl and we we're watching it and the interesting thing that they do is if you the timer instead of going if there's no new episode they'll just put on the start of another show yeah so the the patient ended we watched the latest episode because we've been actually up to date with it and all of a sudden it said the dropout season one episode one and oh, I'm like yeah. the dropout uh, okay I watched that we watched the whole we binged it uh, did you watch is, the is dropout that, is that the one with the Theranos lady. Yes. Yeah, I watched that. It was good. I I yeah. I enjoyed it. It was uh I mean, who the uh, the actress Amanda Seyfried? Uh, yeah. Her she's a little weird looking. Um <laughs> she had some big eyes. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll have to show I'll have to show you something later on with All her. right, the happening. Here we go. Yeah, but I mean, I love Pretty we, much her and uh I forget who it is. I mean, it was a cavalcade of stars and it kept me intrigued. Like it was just you know what it was in the beginning? I, I started watching it, and the whole premise, if, if you people don't know about it, is that, you know, she's a college dropout. Um, all of a sudden, she comes up with this idea of, like, what if you could take your blood and put it into this machine, and then, you know, you'll be able to get results about anything, do blood work anywhere you want around the world. And she comes up with this idea, but she does not have the tech. It's just no. an idea. And people start investing it, and obviously she's getting them all into Walgreens. I was gonna say, people, fucking Walgreens bought, went full bore into it. They thought they were gonna revolutionize their business. Be like, you can come into Walgreens, and we just do boom, and do the little capillary tube, and get one drop of your blood, yep. and we can do a full diagnosis to what's wrong with you. And they were basically just taking those records and using another machine, and they were diluting them. It was like, you know, when you get, for me, and I was watching it, and it was like, you know, when you. Say you tell you tell a lie. Right? Yeah, you, you lie to somebody and say, "Oh no, I I, I didn't eat that. No, I didn't eat the pie. Was, I didn't eat the pie. It was somebody else." And it just, my mom calls it. We call it the Aja. pit. We call it the pit. Yeah, you, you, that pit. You're just like, and it's and you want to tell it to, but now it's like you've already you've ridden that too far freaking, into the lie. You, you too, you too, you know. As my old buddy used to say, a drummer I used to play with, he's like, "Lie to you, believe it yourself." Oh yeah, <laughs> you know. And she's in this, and she's, like, making millions and billions. And that, and the other guy uh, that she's with, they know that it's fake, and they fake the demo, and they got all this stuff. And I'm just – and we're into it. Like, we can't stop watching it. But at the same time, the pit in my stomach the whole time, I'm just like, 
when is she just going to say, like, she's. When is she was just going to come clean? It was just a snowball thing that went out. It kind of reminded me of Bad Education, too, that, that one we saw with, with our old uh, vice principal. Yeah. Oh, where it's God. like you get into a lie Don't and you, then. Dr. Tassone? <laughs> yeah. And it just keeps building and building and building and all of a sudden all these people and then the people. You can't get, get out of it. You can't. At this point, so, you're done. Yeah, that's that's the one thing. I mean, if you get a chance, definitely watch the dropout. Yeah, it was it's eight episodes. It was quick, um, but we just could not for two days. Manana and I were just like, we can't stop watching the show. I don't know why. It's given me Ajita and it's given me the pit in my stomach. But because I'm like, she's never gonna get out of it. But I know the one show that we talked about last week that I finally watched was. Your boy finally watched House of Dragon. <laughs> I'm, I want to do the music, but I'm not going to do it right. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, I know, because the big joke is late to the party, and I asked you last week, I said, do I have to be caught up nope. to watch it? So it was on, and I was like, all right. Let me see what all this fuss is about. Let me watch this Game of Thrones show. <laughs> Excuse now, me. Now let me ask you, has Manal watched any other Game of Thrones stuff? She hasn't. No, she's has no interest in it. I watched it myself. Um, okay, and yeah, I mean, it's good. I mean, it's good. It's really good. Um, it just the, the the episodes. I'm hooked now. Like I can't wait to watch this show, and then I'll go watch Game of Thrones when it, it's when it. it, it what, so, I, what I think will be nice for you. I'm sorry, because I read the books. What I think will be nice for you is. Getting all that history mm-hmm. and then being able to fast forward and see where the families of all those people are nat- like hundreds of years later. Yeah, I'm not really invested in this stuff, so it's new to me. It's like the Targaryens. I'm like, okay, uh, messed up family, you know. Um, and but- there's even more history to that family than they're telling you in the show, too. Oh, yeah. So I'm I'm interested to see, I mean, the, the whole king thing. and You get taste uh, of it when they talk about Aegon, who was the mm, first Aegon the Conqueror. Yep. So... Yeah, I was really, I, I really got into it. I mean, it was definitely um, the whole thing with the, the the king's wife, where he had the. It was like, well, she's breached, so you got to either, you know, you got to either they both die or we cut her open and your wife dies and we just take the baby, a la freaking, you know, Walking Dead. Oh God! And. I never, I never really thought about that. Yeah, too. I wonder if and, she becomes a walker. Yeah, but then at the end, and then all of a sudden he gets his boy. He finally gets his boy, and then cuts to the next scene. They're both dead. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. So stuff like that, and the battles and stuff, I was really into. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm officially. Uh, all right, a, a you're in. Of, I'm in now. So I, I haven't watched Game of Thrones mm, yet, but I'm in. Come into the. Yeah. Now if we can get you on board with uh, the 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 Lord of the Rings show. I think I'll get there. And from what I've heard, it was a, the first episode was kind of, and yeah. then it just like picked up. It's now it's to pick like, up now. Like people, this week we got orcs. Yeah, yeah, lots of orcs. Oh yeah, work time. It's working. Working I've, time. I've got some theories with the new with the latest episode because it is one elf who's captured by no spoilers, but he's captured mm. the orcs. And I'm like, I wonder if he becomes something at some point because yeah, we're actually going to get to meet the the dark one. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, I almost want to watch. You know, that's week to week, which I know we were going to talk about uh, the news lately that Netflix is going to start going week to week, yep. which I think is. Well, we're past the news. I forgot to play out the theme. But yeah, whatever. We, we, moved on. we just went on to a rant there. We just started going into our stuff. But, yeah, I mean, 
Netflix doing the week to week, it totally makes sense. Oh, thank God. And, you know, in the beginning, when everybody had Netflix and you could binge it, it was exciting. But yeah. thinking about it, now that these other shows started, I remember, I think, like, the was it Disney Plus that started doing week to week? Or something uh, where it was, like, the one, one of the first streamers that was, like. Yeah, I think it was Disney Plus. Because I like, remember. They're fucking crazy. Yeah, because when The Mandalorian came out, I was well, just like, why can't the, I watch all ten episodes right now? I will say they're not the first streaming service to do the week to week. Because there's other ones that do it. But they're the first, like, big streaming service that was, like, we're doing the week to week. Because, like, I know I used to watch, um, what was that? It's the movie with, the, the show with James Franco on Hulu that's based on, I think, a Stephen King story about the guy who owns a diner. And, like, when he goes in the back closet, he goes back to 1969. Was it Castle Rock? No, no, no. no. no but but it's it's kind of the same thing. Like, that was a weekly thing. I was like, why do I got to wait each week? But then I started to remember that appreciation of, like, being able to sit around with people and go, so what do you think that is? Who do you think that is? Well, what do you think is going to happen next week, though? Yeah. I mean, I miss that. I, I did, too. And then now it's like when you see the binge stuff and you and Netflix has great shows, obviously, with like between Ozark and um, Stranger Things and all that and Squid Game. And and even now, like Cobra Kai is out now, the fifth season. I haven't even started it. I haven't started it either. But the thing that sucks about it is that, like, you know, perfect example is the Sandman, right? I started watching The Sandman. I got like three episodes in. I haven't gone back to it yet. Now, you watch the whole thing, so you know. So I'm out of the loop, and I can't go, oh, man, what do you think is going to happen next week? Is, you know, is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? Everybody's speculating. It keeps it in the pop culture zeitgeist for months. Like, could you imagine if Stranger Things. Oh, my God. If that was week to week. Oh, my God. I didn't even people mention go, that, too. Shit. Yeah, people would go nuts over that. What, what, what we gonna, uh, that that me and the whole family went down to the fucking Stranger Things experience at the Navy Yard. Now, see, kids, if you followed Hey Pal, What's New on uh, TikTok or one of those, you would see that the uh, the, the John Alex clan went to the uh, Stranger Things experience. How was it? It was good. It was fun. Mm. Um, there there was some really cool. Like, I appreciate the commitment of some of the people because after you go through, like, the, like, the Hawkins Sleep Laboratory, and mm. they make you. I mean, you ha, you're involved. It's like do this, like you, and they divide you up by powers. Oh my God, this whole group's got powers, and they. It's a fun little thing. Yeah, <laughs> I got the 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 side eye, not even the side eye. I got like the the smack and the what the frick is wrong with you? Because at one point, one of the last things you go into this room that's like 3D, so you got to put on the goggles and like there's this whole eleven and the gang battling the Gormagon put dog things. Yeah, the Demi Gorgon. The the demi dogs, <laughs> the devil dogs. Well, yeah, the demi dogs. They're not demigor. They're not. Oh, oh. They're like the dog versions of them before okay. the juvenile versions. But anyway, to get in there, you walk through like this portal, and I'm like, oh, we get to walk through the vagina because it literally <laughs> looks like a fucking vagina. And I'm sorry. No, it does. It, it looks does. Like a, and I'm like, and I was like, what is wrong with you? Stop it! But it was we all, fun. We all thought it. We all thought it. And then you go you into like the store area where it's like you can buy sweatshirts, but they got like a fake video store counter set up in there. And the people like you're talking and I I'm I'm not in character, mm. but there's a movie they're talking about Back to the Future is one of the things and and Manny goes, "I freaking hated that movie." And I was like, "Get out of here. I what is wrong with you? What the Zemeckis is going on here?" And there's <laughs> wait, what was the movie they're making a fourth one of right now that's like they're making a fourth movie of that? There's something that's coming out. I can't remember what it was. They're making another like they're expanding on a trilogy of sorts. Yeah, but but I I mentioned like oh yeah they're in production on something like that and they're like wait 
they only have a one. How do they have a four coming out? I was like, oh my god, that's right. You guys are like an '89 mind here. I was like, yeah, it was uh, fun though. Uh, oh, no, that's cool. Yeah, it's kind of like when you're in Disney. Um, and you're waiting in line. Like, I remember going on that freaking Avatar ride, which I almost lost my shit on. <laughs> but, yeah, e- even though you're not moving, it's all just, you know, Oculus stuff. But as you're walking through, it's kind of interactive and people are, you know, so. But that's out. that looks cool, man. I'm I'm, I'm down with that. So, cool. Um, yeah. The only other thing, I know we talked a little bit about it. I, I watched John Bernthal in a Merc Gigolo head tilt. Yeah, that's right. You know what I'm saying? It, it's I don't know how much it compares to the movie American Gigolo with what Richard Gere. Yes, because um, I never saw it. Me and neither. The whole premise here is like he is a gigolo, wakes up in bed with this woman dead next to him, has no memory of it. The detective who shows up at the house, he wakes up to like the cops coming. He's like, "What the fuck?" And he realizes she's dead. The detective who arrests him, played by Rosie O'Donnell, um, basically is oh like, boy. just fucking confess. And so he confesses because he doesn't remember. You find out later, like, the reason he confesses because he had an incident when he was younger where this guy said something to him and he bashed the guy's head in with a rock and had no memory. Like, he realized, like, he just snapped and he's standing there with a rock in his hand and chunks of the guy's head on the rock. Ooh. So he's like, I felt like I could have done it. But um, they get deep into it because, like, when he finally gets out of jail and they find out he's not, he goes back to his old house and his mom's there and they start doing flashback scenes of like the lady in the trailer next door. Cause he grew his, he was lived in a trailer park being like, I need Johnny to come over. My pops are clogged again. And she's like, isn't that this guy's job? And he's like, yeah, but he's not around and Johnny's better at it. Mm-hmm. Like, and they want John, her freaking 15 year old son to go over and fuck, to have sex with her. Nice. So then she eventually winds up basically selling her son to a pimp. This high, this woman who runs a high class escort service, and she wants it. That starts his life as a freaking gigolo. Hmm. I mean, I'll watch anything with John Bernthal. Yeah. Right? Just to get the head t- head tilt in the, uh, you know, kind of reminds me of that classic movie with Henry Winkler and uh, Michael Keaton called Night Shift. <laughs> yeah, I do like that. Like a lot of shows, you'll watch it and you're going like you're watching. You go, okay, like, dude, I know this is like. It's this. It's the, who set him up. It was this person. Who's the, who did this? Who was in? A, it's this. Yeah. One's, all right. For, why am I going to watch this now? I know what happened. And literally in the first episode, they basically let you know, like it's this person who set him up. It's this. This is, and you know what happened. You're like, okay, okay. So now I'm watching to find out. I'm not watching to find out who did. It. I'm watching to find out how he gets back at them. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I do that too sometimes with uh, people, you know, wig out about spoilers where I'm just like. Like the orphan thing we talked about a few weeks ago. I knew the big twist in it, but I was just like, I just want to see how it plays out. Yep. You know, it doesn't matter. But to they, me. they're not even, it's not even one of those like, I've figured it out already. It's like the, in this first episode, by the end, they tell you. Mm. They tell you pretty much what, who did it. And now he's like, all right, well, I got to get in there and get back at them. Well, now they, they, they would have got away with it too if it wasn't for those goddamn meddling kids. That's right. <laughs> None of this ever would have happened if Woody had gone straight to the police. That's right. Pardon me, but can you help out a fellow American who's down on his luck? So, so let me <laughs> ask you something. I know you gotta have new. Oh, I got some new. Just a yeah, tits indeed, everyone. Hey, it's uh, it's my music pot. Tits so, oh god, okay, fix that thing. It's time for the news. Yeah, yeah. So a couple, some couple of uh, music news things. I totally did not 
speak last week about the Taylor Hawkins tribute, which yeah. I literally watched. I know, you, you even brought it up at the beginning of the episode. You're like, and the Taylor Hawkins thing, but we'll get into that in music, and then you never got to yeah, it. Yeah, we never got to it. And, the, I and the sequel's coming. Yeah, that's true. They that's got another true. concert coming. I mean, I watched it. It was, I, and it was funny because I, I literally watched it. Was it a funny tribute? That's weird. Well, that's it's weird, isn't it? Um, <laughs> no, um, it it was funny because I had watched it right before I came here to pod, oh. and I was it was fresh in my mind, and I was like, oh yeah, we got to talk about that, and I just never did. But you know, I'm sure Every all the episode clips that happens to me. We get off the air. I'm like, that was a good show. I was like, shit, I didn't talk about this. Yeah, it's like you're, you're gonna have the notes in front of you, but. Um, yeah, just a quick recap on that. Um, I mean, it was it it was pretty powerful, especially you know when the Foo's played. Everybody's seen the clips now of you know Dave Grohl trying to sing times like these in the beginning, and he just breaks down. He can't do it, yeah. and then Taylor's all the son playing drums. Oh, I didn't even know. I mean, I knew that Taylor had kids, but I didn't realize that his son played drums. Yeah, freaking it's good. amazing. Yeah. And then the Nandy, uh, Nandy Bushnell came out. Yeah. Uh, so it was very touching. It, you you know, know what would be really cool? I thought about it, too, watching that, because I know Dave's got kids. Yeah. And we've listened to her music. It's like, could you imagine if, like, Foo Fighters went on where, like, the kids of the band became the band? Yeah. Yeah. You know, they, there's a lot of people's kids are starting to do the bands. Like, there's... um, But not even a new band. Like, they became the Foo Fighters. Oh, okay. Take, yeah. they, take the guys who are in the band, their kids. You know, Taylor's son plays drums. Yeah. Dave's daughter, maybe she plays guitar and sings. Yeah, she sings. I know. She's got a beautiful and, voice. And she does. Like, they, she could carry. They, they, everybody's always trying to do that, like, replace, replace a band member and mm. still call it the band. It's like, that's not the band. But I think you'd have better luck if you're like, look, this is the band now, and it's all the kids of the forming members yeah. continuing the legacy of the band. Yeah, and it's crazy some of these kids of, of musicians where they either sound they're just as good as their parents or they like they sound like uh I saw recently I can't remember the name of the band, but like Corey Taylor from Slipknot, his right. son uh sings in a band and he's like a young version of Corey Taylor. Yeah. He's scary and he's really good singing wise. You know, he's got the same kind of voice. He looks kinda like them. Um you know, but then uh, there's always the Julian Lennon case or the, uh, you know, the, um, what's the uh, Jacob Dylan, you know, one of those really like, uh, I'm a bully or, you know. Hey, Jacob, you're good, but you know Bob Dylan. Exactly. And, you know, poor freaking Wolfgang, you know, he's getting, you know, hammered. People. He did those. And that was one of the things on the Taylor tribute. He did two Van Halen songs. He did I'm on Fire and he did uh, Half a Teacher, played the solos, sounded amazing. And, of course, everybody on there. Now, I highly... Uh, advise people if you do watch the tribute. Uh, I watched it live. I don't know if you, I don't think you can go back to it, but as I the first thing I did was I put on the comments, I turned them right off because people are dicks. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to watch this Taylor, you know, this Taylor Hawkins thing, which, oh, he's dead fucking drug addict. Uh, oh, look at fat freaking Van Halen over there. He can't play as good as his dad. It's like, dude, come on. Like, leave the kid alone. He's doing this, you know, like. People are just jerks. But anyway, yeah, there is the one coming up in L.A. Okay. Um, oh, that thing went off. Uh, the thing went off. It's it, my it, phone. Oh, okay. It went on uh, the L.A. one. I'm not sure when that is, but if you catch the Wembley one, on, you can watch it on YouTube. Now they've clipped it out so you don't have to sit through it, you know, like a freaking Lars Ulrich playing Back so in Black. Oh, <laughs> so I, don't, like, I don't have to sit through it like I'm watching the fucking Jerry Lewis uh, multiple, multiple muscular dystrophy telephone. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they they took the highlights of it, which, you know, it was a long concert and they're doing another one, but uh, um, yeah, so I just wanted to make a, a other cool. news that I saw 
on there. Uh, Merciful Fate. All hail to the king. He's doing his first tour in I 20 was, years. Wait a minute. Wait yeah, a put minute. that you put that on you. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. even ready for that. I got to find it now. That's oh, it. shit. Where'd it go? Talk about I thought he was dead. Can I help you, sir? Yes, what is this? Huh? This is whack. I can't get jiggy with this shit. I thought you were dead. It's How? funny you say that because I saw one of my students the other day with like, dude, I feel like I'm having a flashback. Mm. He had a t-shirt on. And a cut sleeve denim vest jacket. Yeah. Like denim jacket with the sleeves cut off and a fucking merciful fate patch on it. I'm like, they're still around? I thought they were dead. <laughs> He's like, no, man, they're on tour. And I was yeah, like, they, seriously? Well, they just reformed, actually. Okay. Um, you know, King Diamond's been doing his solo stuff for decades right. now. Um, he started doing shows in Europe with merciful fate. I mean, not there's, you know, maybe half the band is the original or whatever. I'm not sure who's in it, um, but you know those old albums like "Don't Break the Oath" and "Melissa" and stuff are classics. You know, oh, shit, but, I dropped my phone. But they're touring this summer. Uh, this summer, summer's over, dickweed. This winter? Um, they're touring the U.S. First time they're doing a tour in the U.S. in over 20 years. Merciful wow. Fate. So, um, if you're into the old school, Merciful, and they're touring with Creator, which is another dude. And you know how many Ooh. of my students were at that freaking. Uh, dying fetus sick bay show. Oh yeah, well, like, fetus is dying fetus is a, is a whole shitload of my students were at that show. I tried to explain to the guys in the cover band yesterday about my fondness of death metal, and they're just like, "I don't get it. It's just screaming and stuff." I was like, "You got to look at it as almost like a goof, like a B-rated horror movie, right?" You know, when Corpse Grinder sings, get into the acid vat. You know, like it, it's it's fun. It's good times. Yeah. Plus, it's you know to play that fast is like it's a town in un, unto itself. So, yeah, I might be definitely checking out the uh, the Merciful Fate Creator tour this year. Um, oh. Other news in there. I don't know if you caught what's the name of that band, Manskin. You know the the begging. I'm begging, begging ye. I don't know if it's Manskin, Maniskin, or whatever. They played the MTV Foreskin. Four yeah, five yeah. skin. Yeah, that one-hit wonder band, uh, Maniskin, um, they played uh, the MTV, uh, I guess it was the Video Music Awards. I'm officially way too old for them now, uh, the VMAs. I don't watch it. I don't know whatever. Apparently, they played, and they had a bunch of people on stage, and uh, the girl bass player uh, lost her top, and it was quite entertaining. Oh, boy. Which they blurted out. Obviously, they're MTV, but... uh, uh, a lot of people are now. Now, did she accidentally lose it? Or it was one of these like she just didn't care and took off her top. They're saying that it was a you know a wardrobe malfunction, um, which it makes sense if you watch the actual video of it. That's the guitarist, or no, the bass player. Okay, I, I think there's like two girls, two guys in the band. I think the drummer and the singer are ba- are male, <laughs> and the guitar and bass player. I mean, she's she's quite. The, and you know how my fascination is with female bass players. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, she uh, she kind of lost her tap. Um, oh, uh, uh, you can't have that. And, I, I'm gonna call shenanigans. I don't. I don't know. Be, and people are like, yeah. Man, that's a... Well, apparently MTV has shares the uncensored version of that. Yeah. Now so you're not gonna it show it on purpose. Yeah. Because there's there's all this stuff of her like other places without a top. Like, well, maybe that's just her thing. I mean, they're yeah. kind of you know, kind of like Flea coming out playing drums, uh, bass naked. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
doing yeah. she's doing her version of Flea. Which you can't really see with the with the guitar until he does the uh, Woodstock thing where he flips it up and you're like, Oh, oh, there's a there's a there's a wiener. <laughs> <laughs> hey Flea, that's some wiener. Yeah, it's like Marilyn Manson's one that I saw when I went to see them live. Uh, as Jeff Steiner says, Long live the king. That's uh, right, the king. Oh, you gotta love King Diamond. Um other than what else that, we got? Uh, other than that, in the news, um, Ozzy uh, just put out a new Poor album. Ozzy. Poor Ozzy. I mean, Ozzy, Ozzy. He, Sharon, he, what's he, my name? <laughs> <laughs> the poor guy. I mean, he loves to be on stage, and he did. They did. He did come out with Tony Iommi a couple weeks ago, and it was like they. He literally had something holding him up. Oh no! And now he did the uh, the NFL kickoff this Thursday night. Um. Because he does have a new album out, which I haven't had a chance to listen to. It came out today. Um, his last album that he put out was was good. Right. Um, yeah. There actually was some songs I was impressed with. He's got this new album, Patient Number Nine, which I'm going to listen to. Um, but they they dragged him out for the NFL kickoff, and yeah, I heard it that. was just and he and he sang to you know he's like oh, I want to go out and I want to do this. It's like, dude, you're you're a half the you know. He's got a whole new album. Yeah, patient number nine. I was just looking it up. Yeah, yeah. It's got I just a whole want to remind people, like this isn't just about the halftime show. He's got like a whole album out. Yeah, he's out pimping his wares. You know, um, didn't, didn't he just get diagnosed with something too? Parkinson's. Parkinson's. He. I mean, he's just a. Total... Well, I mean, going back to man, the crowd. We used to make the joke of him walking across the stage and like slowly walking across and then raising his hand and then walking across the other side and. Yeah, he does the. Uh... Yeah. Go crazy! I mean, I went I and saw been, his. Final... I think this has been coming for a while. I mean, I saw his final tour in 1989. <laughs> wow, <laughs> with a fresh, un, you know, with a freshly shaved Zach Wild on guitar. Um, great. I mean, back then he was great. Now it's like I saw. Uh, no, just keep going. Uh, I saw um, Ozzy with Sabbath twice at Ozfest, and the guy messed up War Pigs. I'm like, how? <laughs> Well, my fourteen-year-old can sing that song. In, in looking up to find that out, I don't know if you're going to get to, but I guess Taylor Hawkins played drums on Ozzy's new album. He has a cavalcade of guest stars on that. And album. Ozzy came out and said he's an amazing fucking drummer. Yeah, he plays on it. Jeff Beck plays on it. Tony Iommi does a song on it. He he doesn't have like a set band, right? Um, and that's kind of how his last album was, which was actually really interesting. Like he had Duff on it from Guns N' Roses. He had Slash. He had El- he did a song with Elton John that was great, Ordinary Man. Wow. Which I think was the name of it. The- it's a sleeper of an album. If you get a chance to listen to the last, uh, that's why I'm kind of interested in this one, because he has a home studio, and he, he has the leisure to do it, but he's talking about going out. On t- I'm like, dude. Well, they questioned him, too, about going out with Black Sabbath. He's like, yeah, we put that band to bed a while ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, that's actually what was his response. We're like, well, what about getting Black Sabbath back together for Tony? He's like, we put that band together to bed a while ago. Don't yeah. I mean, they just, they ended it. They didn't have Bill Ward. It was like, okay. And then, now Ozzy, it's like, I love Zach Wild. I think he's a great guitar player. Uh, Blasco, the bass player, is a, he's got a good solo band. Right. But it's just, the poor guy, it's like he, they're just wheeling himself out there. And he's the type of person that's like, you know, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll finish when I'm dead, but I'm like, dude, you got to know, like, we talked about no effects last week, where it's yeah. like, you got to know when it's a little, when you're too late to the party, you got to, you know, you got enough money, dude. I know you're, you're passionate about touring and stuff, and you love to perform, but, like, 
yeah, these last two performances. Is it going to fuck with your legacy? Like, that's what you got to look yeah, at. Like, you, is it, are people going to remember freaking Ozzy sitting in a chair like freaking the singer for fucking the, tra- uh, what the hell is that blues? Traveler blues Traveler. Oh, Blues, blues Traveler. Tra- well, you know my theory about that singer from John Popper from Blues Traveler, right? He has all those pockets. He's got sandwiches. The, <laughs> he's got granola. You think he's playing the, <laughs> stepping in, stepping in, the rin tin tin, he's like, Somebody else is backstage oh, yeah. playing it's, harmonica, and he's gorgeous. She's just eating granola in that thing. Uh, that's my theory. Um, so yeah, I like, it was, I like that theory. Yeah, that was you know. So and other than that, uh, new album wise, uh, there was a lot of stuff that dropped besides the Ozzy album. Um, Afghan Wigs, we talked about them. They dropped a new album called How Do You Burn. Okay, <laughs> not good. <laughs> and I love. I I was late to the party with that band where you know I I really got into their older stuff and they just put out this new album so I'm excited and I'm like, ooh Afghan Wigs you know I, I know I haven't really been into them, but like I don't know I've listened to a couple tracks I'm like this is just a snooze fest isn't that um, bad I hate that there, look everybody out there knows my love of Morrissey mm-hmm. but some of his last couple albums I'm just like yeah I don't I can't yeah it just gets to a point you know it's like uh. Besides that one, um, fucked up our, our boys. They put out another single uh, called Oberon. How is it? Once again, what are you guys doing? Like, David Comes to Life is a freaking masterpiece, and they just recently toured doing that whole album. Right. It's one of my favorite, and even you know, uh, Glass Horses. I think it's called. Um, oh, uh, I don't know. I, the, the last couple albums. I mean, they, they experiment a little bit. Right. That last album that they put out with the big smiley face on it, to me, it's unlistenable. I, I can't, like, they just go into weird tangents and all kinds of stuff, and I get it. They're trying to do new things. This 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 fucked up song, uh, I tried to give it a listen to, and that, they're one of my favorites. I couldn't get through 30 oh, seconds of it. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, with some of the Morrissey stuff that came out, and I'm only equating it to that because, mm. again, everybody knows my love for Morrissey. Yeah. But it's like I I feel bad that I can't sit through it because I'm like, I love him. I love the band. And I'm like, you want to support I can't him. listen to this. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm not saying they should do the same album over and over and over again. I like when bands switch it up a little bit. But this song is like a dirge. It's Ugh. like slow and, you know, like. This is not. I, I want to hear. You know, what, what's that thing from that that thing you do? Give me something snappy. Give me something, something peppy. <laughs> you know, like Tom Hanks. They're a punk band for God's sakes, like a punk hardcore band, and you're doing you know slow dirges. I mean, leave that to Pete Steele, man. Jeez. Um, is is the album you were thinking of before? Um, Dose your dreams. Yes. That's the one with the smiley face, and the new one is just a single Oberon. Yeah, yeah. Dose your dreams. Um, there's like one or two songs on it that are good, you know, good, good songs. There, but then there's there was, some other ones that are just like weird, like, and, tri- it, and I and I attribute it to 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 David freaking smoking too much. I think he's herbed out oh, a little. Oh yeah, you know, it's like I feel like there's a fine line for artistry mm. where it's like you get into substances to help unlock that unlock that creativity mm-hmm. but then you hit a point where now you're no longer unlocking creativity you're just a fucking mess yeah, i'm well, sorry the, for the language yeah. i know we we're trying to clean it up but like i i hate to swear but like it, you're just a mess you're a yeah. hot mess yeah and you know it's and i have read about uh about him how he had 
crippling stage fright for yeah. a long time, and he had anxiety and all this stuff. And then he started. He found out, you know, getting into marijuana smoking, and he's like, "Oh, I can calm down. I don't need all these." Helps pills. with the anxiety, which is great. But now you're doing albums like Dose Your Dreams and this, and you're like really going off the weird deep end. And you know, I'll I'll indulge their their annual like Year of the Horse, Year of the Pig, where they do the thing based on the astrology, which is like a 22 minute song. You're like, oh, dude, I. Even Dave Grohl did that stuff with that song. You're just like, I'm a musician, and I can't, I can't listen to it. I well, can't. And, and that's like Iron Maiden, who I think they're out on tour now, right? Right now, uh, Maiden, they I, might be. I, I yeah, talked to a couple people who were supposed to be going to the show, mm. but hey, still be calling if you want to let us know that one. Like, yeah. like, uh, what I, I keep wanting to call it, spin jitsu. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, sh- yeah, shit jitsu. Uh, yeah, whatever their new stratego, <laughs> all that. <shit. laughs> yeah, their, their new album, like. I could not get into it. Now, Stolpe was the one who was like, musically, give it another listen with like, good headphones where you can hear that sound and everything. Mm-hmm. And he's right, but it's still like, the songs just kind of go on and on. And I even said to Manny, I was like, give it another listen. You might actually like, I don't disagree with Manny where he's like, it's just, it goes on and on. It's like, he's just fucking Christ, get to yeah. the point. But, and I don't disagree with that, but I, I gave it a listen like Stolpe said and I told Manny to because I'm like, you'll, you have more of an appreciation for the music. Mm-hmm. I probably won't change your opinion on like this is not. I'm not going to put this on like it's freaking Power Slave. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm one of those two where it's just like, it, look, it's fun to do dirt. You know, experiment with right. different stuff, and you could do once, maybe one song or like right. two songs where you're like, you know, I've done it on I mean, my own releases where it's like, all right, I'm going to throw you one that's like a weird freaking curveball just because I want to experiment, but like. The whole album, you're just kind of like, this is this is not what well, I signed up and for. And looking at it, the last time you had anything from Fucked Up was 2018, right? Dose Your Dreams. That was their last, yeah. And the next thing you're giving me is this piece of shit single? Well, they have a couple of other singles out besides that that they've released. Well, but- you know what? Don't release it. Put them all out together, like you said, on an album, so I don't care so much about these like songs. They're like, I don't really like this one. Yeah, well, that's the weird thing now about... And I've seen it a lot on Spotify, too, where every time the new releases come out, um, I go through them, and you think it's an album, but, like, it's just two songs, and then they'll add one more, and then they'll add one more, and then all of a sudden the whole album comes out, which is good, you know, it keeps the, like we talked about with the binging as opposed to, right, you know, because what's happening a lot of times with these artists is that there's so many artists out there, there's so many bands that... You release a whole album and people go, it's not like the 80s and the 90s or even before that where it's like you listen to it, you rave about it for a weekend and then it's done. You know, it's all about first week sales. Now it's just like, oh, if I release a single, then I release another single, then I release another one. Then people keep talking about it and then next thing you know. But I'm more of a – I'm more listening. Of, I'm just going to close that door because the mosquitoes are crazy. The mosquitoes. I don't have a bug light. <laughs> Yeah, we don't have a bug zapper in here. Um, yeah, but I'm more of an album guy. Like, I like to sit down and listen to a whole record. Right. You know, and, from but that's front my to point back. With this, is like, you know, like, fucked up, who's their target audience? Like, bands, like older bands, like Merciful Fate, let's say. Yeah. Their target audience is people like you, people like me, mm-hmm. who, like, I like sitting and listening to the whole album, especially when the whole album has, like, a flow to it that you fuck. My sound like fucked up. No, it's got good. a flow that like that's kind of like a theme to the album. It's got a nice flow. It's meant to be listened to as a whole production. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and, and by releasing it, I'm sorry, but by releasing it, it, it's like 
I'm not getting that, and that's what I want. And you're releasing it because that's what all these new artists are doing. But your target audience is not those new listeners, those young kids. It's more people like you and me who are like, I want to listen to a whole album. And in true fashion, you know, the Mm -hmm. man who takes the other side every single fucking time. Hey, I like that single. Thanks, (laughs) Daryl. Daryl just posted the chat. He's like, hey, I like that single. I'm sure Daryl likes the single. Daryl, I love, we all love you, Daryl. Yes. Daryl, I feel boy. like, is always that guy who, like, he's that guy who's, like, he's never going to say anything bad about anybody. He'll find a nice thing to say about the devil. Well, I like to say, promote what's great, not what you hate, you know? Yeah. Um, and, I'm, I'm good with that, too. But, like, and, and, and our boy did add some new stuff to the playlist. Thank you, pal. Um, yeah. We're going to listen to some of that. You know, oh, he's got yeah. me into Drug Church and all those bands. But, like, yeah, I'm a more of an album guy. Like, there a lot of top. You know, the pop stuff is going back to the 50s of yep. singles where yeah. those shows where a guy comes out, does one song. OK, great. Next band comes out, does another song, which is fine. Um, but for these type of legacy bands, I think, or some older ones, you're going for the you're going for the audience of, of like me and you and Daryl and whoever, where we're going to digest an album in its entirety Shit, maybe even just buy it in a physical form, yeah. Because that's what we like. Hey, I got the, I got the last ascent, you know, eighth and walnut. Yeah, I got the green vinyl. Yeah, the vinyl is. I mean, like I've that. listened to it a couple of times, but my feeling is like that's just another way I can support a band that I really like. Yeah, I could listen to that music streaming on Spotify. Sure. Yeah, they get a half a penny for every hundred times I listen to one song. Yep. But if I want to put more money in the pocket of an artist I really enjoy and like listening to, mm-hmm. who keeps producing, in my opinion, as as much as like Eighth and Walnut was what it was, it was a good, it was it gave me some descendants that I there were some really good songs, yeah, and some good stuff on there I liked it. But it gives me a way to be like, hey guys, I support you keep making shit because you got my money. Yeah, and, and you know the way the things are now, especially mm-hmm. with music, mm-hmm. where you know these artists aren't seeing. Uh, you know, I I watch. I've been watching this guy uh, on YouTube. God, I wish I could give him a shout out. He's his name is Tank. He's an old roadie, and he tells about roadie stories and stuff. I find it fascinating, like the stuff that he talks about, as far as bands and how they survive on the road. And now, you know, every little thing is getting picked from. Where it's like now, artists aren't making you know money from their album sales because no. there's no such thing as album sales they got it on streaming which they're making 0.00045 cents a stream right um now they play so where's the only time you can make money now as a band touring and merchandise right or they someone picks up your song like i was gonna say before when we we're talking about fucked up mm. you, you know <clears throat> we all know fucked up made a little money with this bad boy mm-hmm. right <clears throat> How'd they make money? It was in a fucking episode of The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. When that kid's walking through the world beyond, when the kid's yep. walking through the high school and people are, like, making fun of him, and he just tunes him out by putting that on. Perfect song for the scene. You know yep. Fucked Up's getting a payday for that. I hope so, yeah. I mean, but even stuff like that where it's like we were talking, the only time they can make money is through um, through merchandise and uh, touring. And even now, the clubs, like, they were talking about how these these clubs are taking percentages of their merch. Yeah. Because it's like, it's like, dude, if you want to support these artists, it's like it's getting harder and harder to do it, you know. Yeah. And people think now that music is free, you know. And because for most free. people, it is like, oh, I pay for my Spotify. I'm I'm not stealing my music anymore. It's like, yeah, but your artists that you like, mm. 
and then they're not getting anything off of those plays. And they're going to go away. They're going to go away. Like, we even <clears throat> talked last week about that. As much as I praise that band King's X, they have freaking day jobs. And they've been doing yeah. it for 30 years. It's like, I don't know. Anyway, I'm not going to get off so my freaking da- Really box. quick to fill you in, Daryl says, I agree with you guys on albums. Unfortunately, singles are what help artists get paid and noticed more than albums and EPs. Currently get no respect at all. True. It's all about the TikTok discovery too discovery too yeah. which is true and that's where i say like these artists like they got to have a song get like they got to start getting they wind up having to be social media famous as a way to get their music out there mm-hmm. and they make their money off of like yo buy my hundred dollar pair of yeezys yeah yeah i mean dollars a shoe <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean we talked about a couple of weeks ago that band hoity-toity which yeah. i loved i found them on tiktok you know yeah. they made goofy videos you can't just you know, release an album and hope it gets out there. But yeah, no, I, I totally I, get you know what you're saying. Who I for all that? Rebecca Black. Oh yeah. It's Friday, Friday, <laughs> and now party, like party. she became like social media famous because if nothing else, like everybody m- making fun of that song, but now she's actually on fucking TV and all this other shit. You got to do what you got to do. You know, it got to the point even now where you know we goof on. Uh, you know, bands where it's like you got to literally fucking, you know, Slipknot. You got to put freaking masks and on d- and, you know, blow shit up and, you know, which I kind of like. I like the theater aspect of it. But at right. the same time, it's like, yeah, I mean, people just don't appreciate it. But, we you know, we sound like old men, which we are. We are. Um, but so, yeah, I mean, and, that's. And everybody, if you were following last week, uh, Daryl is the hopeful special guest I want to get in when he comes down here for the. Uh, uh, what is it, Dresden Diaries show at, in Woodstock? Yeah. It's going to be like 45 minutes from, not even 45 minutes, half an hour from here. Come on, buddy. Come on. Giba gaba, giba gaba. Come on. I want to see that sweet boy face. <laughs> I want to hold your face in my hands. Yeah. And I just want to give you a big shuk 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 on the head. A little shuka shuka right under your chin. A little under the That's right. Dresden Dolls, yes. Yes. So, yeah, the only other things that we, as far as the music stuff is, uh, Howard Jones put out a new album. Who? There you go. Howard Jones. Back in the- <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Yes, what is this? Huh? This is whack. How we still I can't alive? Get with this shit. I thought you were dead. How dare you? Howard Jones. The man has got hits for days. I'm going to put a, you know. I don't deny that he's got hits for days, but fuck. He actually put out an album a few years ago that was really good. I um, bet it was. I'd never listened to it. Yeah, nobody did except me. <laughs> hey, you know what we could do too. I'm gonna put some of that. D- I'm gonna d- put that song on the freaking playlist. So there. Um, Daryl does bring up a point. He said, "You're both welcome to come up to our hideaway in Ithaca. His studio will be up and running within two to three weeks." What? So I mean, I could just grab all my equipment and we do a road trip and go up there one weekend and. Do the show from Daryl's. Yeah, man. Come on. Live from Daryl's house. That's Daryl Long, not Daryl Hall. (laughs) (laughs) Barry and I, at one point, we were joking because we had had recorded our our bands doing sets in the church. And they have, you know, live from Daryl's house. I was like, we should do live from Oates' apartment. (laughs) (laughs) Oates' apartment. Yeah, you know, know, there's a little play on words there. Yeah, yeah, I totally. Hey, man, let's do Heel 2 Electric Boogaloo. I'm down for it. Let me look at my schedule because, yeah, we can probably make a whole weekend of it where we just go up there. I'm going up there before it gets cold because I'm sorry there, buddy. I ain't going up there when it's freaking tundra. I don't need my, 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 my. 
reproductive parts crawling back up into my abdomen. That's right. It's small enough as it is. <laughs> For me. He's, he's shy enough. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It looks like an acorn in a patch of grass. But anyway. <laughs> I, did, did we do it again? I think we did. I done did it yeah, again. Yeah, we ain't gonna do outros and shit. We're just gonna freaking drop Thanks it for with listening, it. everybody. Yeah. You know what you gotta do? You gotta take yourself and you gotta put yourself out there. You put yourself out there. And when you put yourself out there, you gotta go on. Eat it. Like, share, subscribe. <laughs>